Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our ID. PTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com bet. That's winning at drf.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cow bread. By Little Red Feather. Horse ownership is easy with California's largest horse racing partnership syndicate. By the Ragazin Sheets. The most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
Welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition. I'm Bob Ike. I'll be joined by John Lindo in just one minute. Good racing card today out at Santa Anita. Ten race card kicks off at 12 noon. The feature race goes as race number eight. That's the Astra Stakes going a mile and a half. Full field in there. Tough competitive race and really good full fields all the way through today's card. Plenty of simulcast action as well. Gulfstream Park. A big card at the fairgrounds, 14 races, six stakes, including the final race of the day, the Lecompte, that's a derby prep, Aqueduct goes, and the coast-to-coast pick five between Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. That starts at 1 o'clock today with the third race at Santa Anita. Plenty to cover. Let's bring in John Lindo. Good morning, John. How are you today? Doing great. Good morning, Bob. I, I tell you what, it was great to get back on the grass yesterday at Santa Anita. The grass course, I think, really benefited from that rain. It looked plush, and uh, the racing was terrific, and you're right. Big fields all day today. We're going to have some fun. Yeah, this is a, a really competitive card, John, and, and um, it's the kind of mix of races that are very difficult as well. So I think we're going to have some payoffs today. Uh, again, John, that coast-to-coast pick five uh, starts at Santa Anita in the third race. That goes about 1 o'clock, and then we go Gulfstream Park 9th, Gulfstream Park 11th, back to Santa Anita for the sixth race, and the final leg is Santa Anita race eight. I know you've been playing that and had success early on with that bet, John. It's fun. It's a dollar minimum, and the key is a 15% takeout. The reduced takeout makes the payoff worthwhile. You can't overload your tickets at the dollar minimum, which I like as well. So if you have some opinions, you've got to take your stands. And this is a tough sequence. This is a, a payoff today that could be a five-digit kind of thing. So we'll take our shot at it, see if we can get lucky, and uh, hopefully try and be alive to the, the final race on the sequence, which is the Astro Stakes. John, it was announced last week that Santa Anita Racing Secretary Chris Mers is leaving. He's going to take an executive position at Canterbury Park. Jason Egan will move into his spot. So uh, just your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I thought Chris Mers did a terrific job at Santa Anita. He he did a lot of, of kind of mending some relationships with some of the horsemen, uh, you know, the, the, the previous people that had handled that uh, racing office spot. There had been some problems. I, I thought he did a good job of kind of reestablishing the trust between the horsemen and the racing office. His right-hand man, Jason Egan, will take over that, so I, I expect the transition to be smooth. Uh, Chris, Chris will go on to a job at Canterbury Park. They're lucky to have him. Wanted to thank him. He's one of those guys, you know, as, as a thoroughbred owner, that he would contact and, and ask you, what do you need, what are you looking for, who you have ready to run, and if you ask for a certain kind of race, he would put it in the condition book and at least give you a chance to get something in the races. So, you know, when it's hard to fill cards, you really need somebody working with you like that. And I thought Chris Mers did a terrific job at that. Uh, I just like to thank you know, this, the news came out after we were off the air last week, and I wanted to make sh- sure we hit on that. Thank him for his efforts, and I think Santa needed is going to transition smoothly with Jason Egan. Like I said, these guys have worked very closely together. Jason's got a good relationship with the horsemen as well, so I think that will continue. It was also announced former racing secretary here, Rick Hammerly, will be coming back into the fold in kind of a consultant position and recruiting. Uh, his job is going to be recruiting out-of-state barns to come in, so I think that's a big asset as well. 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, Hammer is terrific, and he's got a lot of relationships around the country. And, you know, we, we need that. We need to get some, some more horses in here, build a population. Rick can go out, and, and, and he can tap on guys that he's known for many, many years. And uh, I think that's a great fit. It's a position that Santa Anita has not tried using in the past, and I think it's something that in this day and age, with the competition for horses right now and the declining uh, full crops, you need to have somebody out there bringing horses to the state. John, on the other coast, uh, Naira came out with a rule change whereby uh, any, no equipment change will be allowed to be made after their overnight comes out. Uh, John, with the early draw, sometimes three, four, five days in advance, uh, my opinion is this could open up a big can of worms. Now, this will go into effect February 1, and there's a lot of reasons I think this is just an ignorant rule. Uh, first of all, you know, right now they're racing on the dirt at Aqueduct. That's fine. But when you get to the spring and the latter part of the Aqueduct meet, you're going to be on the turf. What if it rains and races come off the turf? Well, you wear a certain type of shoes on the grass. You go to the main track. You may need to change that kind of shoe or maybe put a, a mud, mud cocker on the, on the rear shoe or something for traction. You can't do that now. Uh, if, for whatever reason, they forget to mark the blinkers are supposed to be worn on a horse when the overnight comes out. If you see that, you could change it. But now you're not allowed to make that change. There's just a lot of things that, that don't make sense with this rule. One of the reasons the overnight comes out ahead of time is that horsemen can review it and make sure that, you know, something that wasn't missed. Maybe the horse wasn't reported as a gelding, and you have to get that out on the change before you get to the scratches. Well, you can't do any of this anymore in New York, and all it's going to do is restrict horses from running that should be running and make it more difficult for these horses. It'll reduce the field sizes. It'll hurt handle. And it's, it's a rule that doesn't make, I don't know how it protects horse players or helps anybody else. And that's why I just, I think it's an ignorant rule. Go under the category of, um, Let's fix what wasn't broken already, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you could go, never you could go make a late announcement uh, when there was an issue. Everybody got that information, so let's go ahead and, and fix a non-existing problem. So uh, let's move now to Arizona, John, where, um, I don't know, that, that track is just, you know, it looked like it might be closing. Then they put some money in and brought racing back this fall, uh, this winter, and they've had nothing but problems with the racetrack, a number of cancellation days, and also now a laundry list of HISA violations. Yeah, HISA this week let everybody know that the Turf Paradise is on notice for the following rule violations, including you know, the racing facil facilities themselves, the racetrack surface monitoring, the equine amb ambulance was broken, they're not using the voided claim rule that's, that's required for HESA. They're not enforcing the horseshoe rule. They're not enf enforcing the riding crop violations and penalties. And they haven't paid HESA, but they're supposed to be paying them. But besides that, they're following everything right to the letter. And it's, it's just amazing to me. They're going the way of, unfortunately, what's, what's happening in Texas right now. If you don't follow the HESA regulations, you can't export your signal out of state. And you see Sam Houston Park right now, their handle is down 91% because they're not allowed to export their signal outside the state of Texas. Well, if that happens to Arizona, you, you can put them in a coffin. They're done. I, I don't understand. If you're going to bother to do the racing, then, you know, these are the rules we have to follow. Follow the rules. All right. 
John, yesterday at Santa Anita, and we haven't seen a lot of this lately, uh, fortunately, but there was a big odds drop in race number two yesterday, and I was watching this with my very own eyes, so I can verify uh, the gates. The horses left the gate for race two. Shared future was 19 to 1. By the time this horse got to the wire and wore down the heavy favorite, 8 to 1. John, that that's just... That's too much to take. You're wagering and thinking you're getting a $40 payoff and the horse returns $18 or so. It's just not right. No, it isn't. You know, we're wagering based on value. At least, you know, the guy, we're playing every day. I'm looking for value. That's why you play. And, you know, with expectations of, of getting 18 to 1, a $40 mutual, and you get back $18, well, you've lost over 50% of your perceived value. Yeah, there's going to be some small changes as all the money comes in, but... Fifty percent of your value. I mean, luckily this has not happened very much at Santa Anita during this meet, but that was obvious, and it's a continuing problem not only in California, but around the country. And it, you know, it comes back to the computer-assisted wagering for most of the places where where that money comes in late, and it does shift odds when the pools aren't big. Well, John, let's get a play from you from the Lindo report uh, brought to us from the South Point Hotel and Casino. One of the best race books, by I will say the best race book in Las Vegas. Uh, horse player friendly, large, great lighting, good sound, and they take care of you over there, and that's at the South Point. Your selection sheet, the Lindo Report, is available every racing day there uh, in, for Southern California, and you even add a day sometimes uh, for, for Gulfstream or whatever track, maybe on a Wednesday or Thursday. So you got them covered, John. Where would you like to go for your radio play today? Let's go to race number three at Santa Anita. In the third race today, Bob, uh, this is in the early pick five, obviously, at Santa Anita. It also starts that coast-to-coast pick five. And number two, our shining light. I like the way he handled the, the flat turf sprint at Santa Anita in his U.S. debut in October. He stretched out and won on the Tapita at Golden Gate last time to break his maiden. That was against trade maidens, but because he ran for a tag first time out in this country, he's eligible for the starter allowance condition today. He cuts back to a sprint. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Uh, he, ha- he has good tactical speed from the inside. And you get Frankie DeTore to kind of sit inside, cover it up, and come blasting home, which is what he does. Four to one on the program. I think a very live horse coming back to Southern California. Number two, our shining light, race number three at Santa Anita. And, Bob, I know your selection sheet is back today after the rain on, on uh, last Sunday. So uh, I want to get a play from you. You've been seeing the ball pretty well yourself. Yeah, I played races 3, 6, and 10 on my selection sheet, $150 into the late pick five. Very, very competitive uh, late pick five today. I think we're going to get a nice payoff. So let's go to the 10th and final for my radio play. I'm going to try number five, Hawker. This is a horse that I put on my horses to watch list from his race one back. He had all kinds of trouble in that route race at Del Mar. Came back with him here on opening day, and I didn't think he ran very well after getting a good trip. But I like the cutting back in distance, going from the route to the six and a half on the flat uh, on the shoot today, here on the turf course, Lasix for the first time. I think this horse wants to be a one-turn horse, John. So uh, in a very tough tenth race, I will go with number five Hawker, who's five to one on the morning line that will be my radio play let's take our first time out john when we come back bob mazurski and bruce finkelstein in the next segment of thoroughbred los angeles right here on am 830 klaa home of angels baseball 
Angels Radio. AM 830. Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and much more at the Great Race Place. Come join us on Saturday for an outstanding 10-race card with special early first post-time Saturday at 12 noon. Our main event is the $100,000 Astra Stakes for fillies and mares at the marathon distance of a mile and one-half on turf. First post-time on Sunday is also at 12 noon, and fans, don't forget each Friday we offer free admission and parking as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And on each Saturday and Sunday, don't miss the first coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. The first coast-to-coast pick five will be offered each weekend throughout our classic meet. Located just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita, the great race place. Developed by Horseman, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Owning a racehorse is the most exciting investment you can make. Part of the experience is watching your horse thrive after their career's end. LRF Cares is the aftercare arm of Little Red Feather Racing and is designed to ensure that all LRF racehorses have proper homes after they're done racing. Whether it's as a hunter or a jumper or just a riding horse, our equine athletes deserve first-class care before, during, and after their racing days. And LRF Cares is there to provide it. For more information on how you can help donate your time or money, contact Gary Fenton at 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. Responsible ownership doesn't end when your horse's career ends. Join us today and make a difference. Call 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. LRF cares. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. 
G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And John, before we bring in Bob Mazursky, let's get to our Calbred of the Week, and you went up north to find this one. Right, uh, from Golden Gate last week, Freeport Joe won an open allowance race at Golden Gate last Sunday. Freeport, Freeport Joe is by English Channel out of the Sather Wells Mare Winsome March, bred by Richard Barton Enterprises, is owned by Larry Albert, and is trained by Gloria Haley. Freeport Joe earned 19800 for the allowance win, but he got a Calvert owner's incentive bonus of $5,940 as well, so he picked up 25740 for the win. He now has nine wins from 23 lifetime starts. Career earnings now above $332,000. Uh, Calbred by English Channel, Freeport Joe, our Calbred of the Week. And, John, our friends at Little Red Feather have a couple live shooters in today. They do. want to wish to, first of all, they had a winner yesterday with Head Start at Santa Anita, so Little Red Feather off and running this year. And they've got two shots today, Elevato in race three and one of these days in race ten. And if you go to their website, littleredfeather.com, if you had some questions about horse ownership, they have a, a, a form that you can fill out and you can download their ebook. Everything you need to know before investing in horse racing partnerships. It's a good read, a lot of good information there. That's at littleredfeather.com. Thank you, John. Let's bring in Bob Mazursky. Good morning, Bob. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Doing well. Bob, of course, is the handicapper for the Southern California newspaper group Newspapers. His grade at handicap uh, runs every racing day. And, Bob, we wanted you to take a look at our feature race today at Santa Anita Race eight, it looks like a pretty wide-open edition of the Astra Stakes. How would you see the race? Yeah, thanks a lot for giving me this one. I could see it going a lot of different <laughs> ways. Uh, it, uh, I think it's wide open. It's hard to figure out who's going to be on the lead in this race. It's really not a true pace setter, but I think if you're playing, you know, the late exotics, you know, the pick four, the pick five, I think you need to spread the race. I, I picked the horse coming in from Chile, Australia, Mia, just because, Mike McCarthy's done well with this type, and, uh, you know, if she transfers her Chilean form to the United States, I think she's got a shot against this group. Duve Day can run this far. That's the other Michael McCarthy horse. Queen of the Temple can handle the trip. Lady Clementine's coming out of a, a grade one American Oaks. Uh, Warren's Candy Girl had a rough trip in her last start. So I think uh, it's a race you really have to spread. I don't really have a strong opinion on anyone in particular, so. Uh, John, I know uh, you wanted to, to mention Bob's highlight from yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Before we get a pick from Bob at Santa Anita, you are seeing the ball well. Bob hit the late pick five yesterday, $1,581. And uh, obviously that, that was a pretty difficult sequence to put together, Bob. But uh, nice job on that. And uh, I want to get something for today because uh, I've got to get to the window. So how about a play today? <laughs> Uh, well, Bob, I stole my thunder there. I was going to pick Hawker as well, so I'm going to audible and go to the third race and take Wi-Fire, number five. Uh, coming third, start off a layoff. He gets a little bit more down ground to work with today. Uh, Pratt for Mark Glatt. So number five, Wi-Fire from slightly off the pace in race three. All right, Bob, keep up the hot hand, and uh, we will talk to you again next week. All right, guys, have a good day. All right, that was Bob Mazursky, and his selections, along with all of our handicappers, are available at todaysracingdigest.com. Uh, do we have Bruce Finkelstein? Okay, well, let me know. We'll, uh, 
we'll talk here a minute. John, we're waiting for Bruce. I've got a funny uh, little anecdote to uh, to talk to Bruce about when he comes on. And, John, I know uh, you thought the Astra was also wide open because on your selection sheet you hit the all button, and you don't do that too often. So uh, I think your thoughts are about the same with Bob on the uh, Astra. Well, yeah, I thought Bob Mazursky is 100% right. It's a mile-and-a-half race that a lot of those Phillies and Mares are not proven at. There's no pace in the race. So it's, a beca- it's going to become a tactical race, so trip is going to mean everything. And, you know, if you get caught four or five wide going a mile-and-a-half, you've got no chance. It's just a race that, that uh, I couldn't figure out. And, and, you know, after a while I just said, okay, I surrender. I'll hit the all button and, and hope for the best. And, you know, it's, it, that'll help that pick five, the late pick five today at Santa Anita with full fields those last three races. This is a really good and tough sequence that could pay anything. Well, I took a different approach. I narrowed, so uh, we'll find out. I want to bring in uh, Bruce Finkelstein now. And uh, Bruce does a tremendous job finding video on these import horses. And I couldn't find any tape to watch on Australia Mia. So I texted Bruce last night just trying to get a feel for what he saw or maybe what kind of running style. Uh, Bruce was on babysitting duties last night, but he dutifully texted back at 4.48 a.m. So, Bruce, you were up early doing the work. Uh, Good morning. It's always quiet, guys, that time of morning, right? No interruptions. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's a great time to do work. Uh, Yeah, good morning, guys. How's it going? We're doing well. And and by the way, Bruce's analysis was Australia Mia can, can lay close up to a soft pace, and that's what I was hoping. So thank you for the info, Bruce. Um, you are, you know, covering Northern California and Southern as well. And I know John Lindo wanted to uh, have you take a look at one of the Golden Hour races. John, why don't you jump in? Well, again, looking at the races, to me, the Santa Anita races were difficult. I just wanted to see maybe if, if uh, Bruce had any kind of angle in the, the two races involved in the Golden Hour Pick 4, the last two races at Golden Gator, if you thought there were any keys in what could be, an, again, another sequence that could pay a really nice payoff today. You know, I'm going to take a stand, John, in the last race at Golden Gate. These are maiden $25,000 fillies, um, a field of 10. Six horses are coming out of the January 6th race run at this level. And I'll be honest with you, I don't like any of them. I thought that was kind of a a slow, late race. Nobody really made much of an impression. So I started looking for maybe another face here, and I found one. The eight horse, Smile and Profile, very interesting runner, who debuted at this 25,000 level. But look again, she ran against the boys, and this was a noteworthy trip. Didn't break well from the gate. It was almost dark. Uh, for that race. It was, there was some rain that day, uh, and she was away slowly. She made a move down the backstretch, but she was in very, a lot of traffic, full of run behind horses. Uh, she tried to find room in the stretch. It says she was green. I think that the rider was just trying to find a, a spot. Later in the stretch, a horse came out on her badly and really kind of cost her some, uh, maybe a placing or two. It says greenly swerved stretch. I don't think that maybe the track man saw this race that clearly. I don't think she was that green. I think she did have a little trouble early, but she showed a lot more run. Last time out, they bumped her up into a straight maiden. No bueno there. She just didn't belong. She's back in against Phillies. This time for a maiden 25,000 jack. She's still lightly raced. Guys, I think she still has some upside here. So let's go race nine with the eight 
smile and profile at five to one on the morning line. Bruce, let's get greedy and uh, get a pick at Santa Anita as well. How about the fifth race, guys? A twelve five claimer going six furlongs. I like the ten. Box of chocolates. Nothing went right last time out for Box of Chocolates, especially at the start. He stretched out, I think, against a much better field for sixteen thousand. His head went up at the break, kind of threw back Kyle Frey. He was off a little slowly, but Kyle Frey was on, you know, on the gun. He had really shoved this horse from about the half mile on. He got into a three-horse duel with the eventual first and second place finishers. Ran well for about six furlongs and then faded on that good track. This is a one-level dropping class today, but I think this is a much easier group. And he is best as a sprinter's last win came sprinting at Del Mar in mid-August. Um, I think you can sit and pounce here against this group. So race five, let's go with the ten. Box of chocolates listed at five to one on the morning line. You gave us another radio winner last week at Oaklawn Park in Hazy Command, 660. So, Bruce, uh, you continue to give us winners here on the radio. What's available today on betonbruce.com? Full card analysis on that excellent card at San Anita with late races from Gulfstream Park. Also, pretty much covered the late part of the card at Golden Gate on the best bet. So check it out at betonbruce.com. Thank you, Bruce. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon of the Raggers and Sheets and Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. That's in the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. This is what it sounds like when doves cry. AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. 
Racing fans, happy days are here again at Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering as they are now fully open for indoor dining and wagering. That's right, Sammy's Original on Lake Forest, where the 5 and the 405 collide, is once again open for off-track wagering on tracks around the country seven days a week. Just exit east at Lake Forest Drive, make an immediate right on the Lake Center Drive, and you're home at Sammy's. Sammy's Original Sports Bar and Race Book with over 120 televisions, great food, a full bar that includes 16 beers on tap also offers two fully appointed outdoor patios. Make plans now to go racing at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. For more information, call 949-716-2367. Get comfortable. Get into Sammy's. The best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Outstanding racing action is in store this weekend, led by night racing's best bets. The Los Alamitos early and late pick fours. Plus, our nighttime $2 pick six continues to be a popular wager. Our total pick six pool on January 7th was over $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. That's more money for you, the horse player, to win. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is also open for daytime simulcasting seven days a week. Enjoy the racing action from Santa Anita, Golden Gate, Aqueduct, Oaklawn, and more. For reservations in the beautiful Vessels Club, call 714-820-2681. Or if you prefer, cheer on your next winner at Burgart Sports Bar, featuring 60 HD TVs, a full bar, and plenty of wagering windows for your convenience. The best of night racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Angels Radio, AM 30. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And, John, before we bring in Mr. Hardoon, let's mention Legacy Ranch, our friends Pete and Ev Perella, and uh, they've got three big sires up there and, and doing very well. So, John, uh, a little word from Legacy. Right. Uh, again, Mr. Big Straight Fire Clubhouse Ride, the sires in question. Clubhouse Ride has two horses in today's Astra Stakes, Barrister's Ride and Warren's Candy Girl. If you want to find out more information about breeding to their stallions, you can call trainer Terry Knight, 510-928-4980. Again, whether you're, you're breeding up there, you want to get your young horses started, they do a terrific job up at Legacy Ranch. Give them a call and find out what we're talking about. Let's bring in John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Good, guys. How are you doing? Well, I know you've got a rooting interest today uh, to watch that last race at Fairgrounds, the LeCompte, because your son Joe picked out instant coffee. And, uh, John, by my way of looking at it, a couple scratches in there, a six-horse field. Uh, you guys got the horse to beat. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, three career starts. He's improved in each and every one of them. Cop says he's training well. You know, the question is going to be the weather. They're expecting a, a lot of rain later, so hopefully it stays away, and uh, hopefully it doesn't have an effect on the race. John Lindo, uh, you're you're going to give John Hardoon the week off next week, and for pretty good reason. Well, apparently he's been taken off the mush list because uh, he's been invited to go down to see the Pegasus uh, down there at Gulfstream Park and watch Cyberman and I think his final career start. Uh, John, from what I hear, Cyberknife has trained fantastic going into that race, and trainer Brad Cox has had a lot of success in the Pegasus. I'm going to guess that he's ready to fire a big one. 
Yeah, you know, post position's obviously going to play a, a part in it. Uh, hopefully, if he draws somewhat of a good post, he should uh, really be right there. Cox says he's never been better. He said to see him going to the, uh, the, his next career after next weekend, but uh, he deserved it, and uh, why not? Hey, John, uh, you've got a nine-race card from Aqueduct today. Uh, give us the conditions back there. Well, it rained all week, so yesterday finally started to dry out. Today they're calling the track fast. It's very cold. It's in the uh, 30s, so uh, hopefully it doesn't freeze over, but they keep working over it. So uh, they've run one race so far. It looked even, and uh, a horse came from behind on the outside that one, so that's good, and uh, we like an even track. That always helps the situation. Definitely so. Well, we wanted to get a couple radio plays from you. And now you've gone all over the country today with Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oaklawn Fairgrounds, uh, Santa Anita. Where would you like to go? Give us a couple shots or we can uh, play from around the country or locally, wherever you want. We're going to go to Aqueduct race number six for the first of our two radio plays. And uh, not many good betting uh, races on this card, to be honest with you. The fields are short. Uh, it looks kind of chalky. But in the sixth race today, I like a price horse. I like the number three horse in here, Lost in Rome. This is a six-year-old Gelding from the William Youngins Barn. He meant Harkey aboard to ride. He's just at six to one in the morning line. Draw a line for his last race going a mile. Two previous races sprinting. Either one of them good enough to get the job done here. The price is right. I like number three, Lost in Rome, to upset and win today's sixth race out at Aqueduct. And where do you want to go for your second play, John? Let's go to Gulfstream, race number seven, full field at 12. Uh, my favorite, Tapita, not really, but I do like a horse in here, and it's the number two horse, Ghost in You. Four-year-old from the Safi Joseph Farm. This horse has been gelded since his last race, and desires a board to ride. Just at 7 or 2 on the morning line, he really lays over the field on the figures. Number two, Ghost in You, wins today's seventh race at a Gulfstream Park. Tell us what's available today at johnhardoon.com. Three best plays, $10, full card, $25. Today we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Santa Anita, and uh, Oakland Selections. Well, John, good luck today with uh, Instant Coffee and the LeCompte, and even more so next week uh, in the big one, Cyberknife in the Pegasus. Enjoy your trip down there, and uh, we'll talk in two weeks. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. That was John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets, and let's bring in Toby Callett. He's going to... Help us out in South Florida today. Toby, good morning. How's it going? Hey, Bob. Hey, John. How you guys? Weather's still good down there? Weather's good. 81, it's cloudy, but uh, we should have no trouble uh, racing on the uh, the aforementioned surfaces that are available, all three of them. And uh, Lieutenant Lindo put out an order today, not really an order, but a request <laughs> because of that uh, coast-to-coast tip five. Um, we're going to uh, preview the ninth and the 11th from Gulfstream, maybe to uh, give the fans out there uh, a, a little uh, opportunity, maybe to narrow some tickets down with the two Gulfstream races. I uh, hope that's okay with you, Bob. That is definitely okay because I've got my program out, and uh, any help I can get from Gulfstream is definitely good. So dive right in, Toby. Okay, well, race nine at um, Gulfstream, scratch the sick perfect day. And race 11 at Gulfstream, take out the 6, Senzai Lawrence, and the 9, Mr. McQuay. So uh, we've got a little shorter field in the 11th. 
the ninth race today, I believe it goes through the three Candyman rocket, uh, not reinventing the wheel by coming up with him. But if you look, he's run on Lasix twice in his life, both times at Gulfstream. He's two for two with a combined margin of uh, 13 lengths for those two victories. So uh, he's going to be hard to go past. But if you're looking for alternatives to pair him up with the two Living Water, the four Paco Tico, and maybe the seven Absolute Grit, who's three for three with Irad Ortiz riding him here at Gulfstream in the past. Then we go to the 11th race, and the 11th race is, is one of those races that I enjoy handicapping. Uh, it's you know more of the uh, blue-collar type. And in here, there's three Woodbine shippers, and I almost never play on Woodbine unless they've not been on the turf and I'm playing on pedigree like in maiden races. I don't, uh, I don't really use the uh, Woodbine uh, turf course as a springboard to the Gulfstream turf course. So we've got, in my opinion, throw out to the 1, 4, and 11. We've got two scratches. The race narrows down to where, again, we're on the three, Cadet Court. Um, uh, and Zayas takes the call. Tyler Gaffalone is riding it in New Orleans today. Cadet Court, if he runs uh, his race, he's going to be hard to beat. A couple of rivals to look at uh, closely are the five, Ultimate Irony, and the eight, the WW, is a horse that I know you guys are familiar with from the West Coast. So it's threes wild in the ninth and the eleventh at Gulfstream, and hopefully uh, give you a little springboard in that coast to coast six spot. Excellent job, and uh, we're we're going to get greedy with one more maybe uh, pick. But I know John uh, Lindo wanted to ask you about next week's card, and Toby, you're more of a meat and potatoes guy, but uh, Lindo wants you to uh, you know give us some feel for Pegasus next week. John, go ahead. <laughs> Well, they enter tomorrow for the, the Pegasus card at Gulfstream next Saturday. So, Toby, I'm just wondering, first of all, with your handicapping, you, you usually pick out uh, you know three or four races that you like. Are you going to do a full card for Pegasus Day? Any changes in what you're going to be offering to the public? How, how can I put this and be polite and say absolutely not? I just, <laughs> I just, from from, from uh, a few years back until uh, they stick a fork in me, uh, my full cards are Oaks Derby and t- the two Breeders' Cup days. Um, now, if we're sitting around, you know, and it's us guys and, and friends and inviting, like we used to do uh, when they did the seminars in Jacksonville, we'd invite the public to come and sit nearby and come up to the table and we play horses. I'll look at all the races, but quite frankly, I, I feel that I, I do myself and, and those that follow me a disservice when I get into the races that I know I have no clue. And uh, I try to narrow it down. I only bet on selected races, so my style is to only give out selected races. But, uh, you know, I was at one time full cards from many different places, and I respect you guys that, that do full cards and your work ethic. But I just don't, uh, I, I don't, I don't have it anymore. You know, I, I, uh, I just need to, to stick with what it is that, uh, that I've been successful with. And, Knock on wood, uh, you know, I've been going over my uh, returns from this past year. And uh, once again, for the third year in a row, most of my profits came out of Del Mar. So uh, that's an interesting uh, aspect that uh, I'm going to stick with what's the uh, uh, dancer who brung me, so to speak, and uh, stick with what's worked for me. Absolutely. Well, where are we going to get a uh, radio play, Toby, uh, from tobycallet.com? You got my radio play. You got my ninth and eleventh analysis. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, we're, we're I, happy I to have know. those. And um, selected races, Toby. I'm with you. 
I don't have it in me anymore to go through 10 and, and make a, and make the full analysis on all of them. I, I've got to be selective myself. Right. It's just, you know, like we, what you mentioned earlier in the show about the second race yesterday, I saw what you saw. Uh, I didn't make a bet on the Santa Anita card until the seventh race yesterday. And, uh, so, but I'm watching all the races, and it's like, how do these things happen? You know, so there's enough things that I'm not comfortable with, and rather than expose myself too much to where one day you guys call and, oh, you know, Toby's gone fishing, or in my case, gone golfing. I don't want that to be the case, at least not yet. So I'm, I'm sticking to, to, to what, uh, what works for me, and as I say, the people that, uh, that follow me, I hope they're comfortable with that. And if not, uh, uh, I take no offense. Very good, sir. Thank you for the two races in the coast-to-coast. Good luck, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, John. All right. That was Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. John, just real quick before we break, um, we mentioned the South Point. They've been a great sponsor and great friends of ours, and uh, we want to mi- wish Mary Jungers well. She's on uh, a short timer now. She's going to retire next month, so Get up there, say hi to Mary, and uh, plenty going on, plenty of reasons to get up to the South Point. Absolutely. If you want to get a room out there, too, with the football playoffs and everything that's going on, and then you have March Madness coming up, which I know you like, Bob. The number out there to call is 866-780-7223. You can ask for Mary through the end of February, and then we'll give you the updates on who your contact will be at the South Point. But they do a great job, Bob, you know, and, and as long as the hot dog cart's there, I know where to find you. Absolutely. Let's take our final time out. When we come back, Scott Shapiro and Michael Rona, you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA. Angels Radio. AM 830. Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and much more at the Great Race Place. Come join us on Saturday for an outstanding 10-race card with special early first post-time Saturday at 12 noon. Our main event is the $100,000 Astra Stakes for fillies and mares at the marathon distance of a mile and one-half on turf. First post-time on Sunday is also at 12 noon and fans, Don't forget, each Friday, we offer free admission and parking, as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And on each Saturday and Sunday, don't miss the first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. The first Coast to Coast Pick 5 will be offered each weekend throughout our classic meet. Located just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita, the great race place. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. 
For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AME 30. Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughwood, Los Angeles. Bob Ike, John Lindo. And uh, we're going to bring in Scott Shapiro, who's down at Fairgrounds covering these races. A huge card there today, 14 races, all kinds of stakes. And before we start on that, Shapper, um, there's a rumor going around, and we just need to confirm this, that uh, you had lunch in New Orleans the other day, and rather than order gumbo or a po' boy, that you ordered a salad. You ordered a salad in New Orleans. Please tell us this This is not true. <laughs> Good point. I, uh, oh, man, it gets passed on quickly. How you guys doing? Uh, yeah, coming off an early flight, I did get seafood on the salad, but uh, guilty as charged, uh, Mr. Jay Pribman and uh, trainer Neil Pesson, a uh, local stalwart here, who I got to know pretty well in Kentucky, uh, both did not approve, and it sounds like you're on the same page, I <laughs> That was a bad pick, Scott. Bad pick. Well, uh, hopefully I do better today, I guess, you know. I was easing my way in here, you know. Well, you're going to have a big day, and then you guys are going to do a big dinner tonight. So you're, you're, you're going to make up for it, I'm fairly confident. Uh, give us the conditions. Have. Yeah, give us conditions there. I know there's maybe some rain on the way, and I think one of the turf races has already been moved to the main track. Is that correct? That is correct. We are fast and firm. The weather uh, forecast has looked ominous for days. It has gotten kind of progressively better as it looks like any storm. It's got a little rain, but it looks like any storm uh, might get pushed all the way through to the evening, if not later on in the day. They have opted to take the 11th turf sprint to Duncan Kenner off. I think the race uh, has a uh, pretty good field still uh, with some horses that we're expecting maybe it to come off or hoping at least. And then the two two turns. Turf races, the Marie Krantz Memorial Race 5, 
and race eight to Colonel Bradley, those both will remain on, and we are fast and firm currently. And uh, John Lindo, I know you won Shepard to either look at the LeCompte or maybe a, another stake uh, that he wanted to. So, John, go ahead and jump in. Yeah, Scott, there were two scratches in the LeCompte today. Both number five, Tappet's Conquest, who will run earlier on the card, and number six, Itso, are out. So, feel the six in the LeCompte. Uh, it looks like the, the morning line favorite, Instant Coffee, will probably take the, the most of the action, but you know, he's a horse that doesn't have a lot of speed, and, and uh, if this race. It was run over a sealed track. You've got speed horses like Echo again in there. It could be an interesting race, and just wondering how you saw the LeCompte. Yeah, John, instant coffee, the five, the two morning line favorite, Come, makes his first start as a three-year-old, got the job done in the Kentucky Jockey Club. And like you said, he just lacks early speed, kind of a grinder. The distance won't be an issue, but how far back he'll be, what kind of pace he'll get to chase are the questions in here. Um Compact group of six, but I do think, like you said, there's several ways to go. Echo again on the rail, a horse that uh, was well met on debut and won for fun, hasn't gotten back to that effort. I'd expect him to be on the lead. But a horse I'm giving a big look at uh, eight to one on the line is number four, Confidence Game. Keith Sormo and James Graham, who rides Confidence Game here, won this race with an upset last year. Call Me Midnight, who ran down Epicenter, the uh, eventual runner-up in the Derby, the Travers winner. Um, I like confidence game's going to get a good trip right off of that go again. I give him a big chance. I'm not sure we'll get the eight to one. And then I also give a look to two Phils who uh, hasn't been seen since an impressive win in the grade three street sense. He's three for five. He had trouble trips in his only two losses. And he does have the tactical speed to get the jump, significant jump probably on instant coffee, but not a horse that needs the lead. So several ways to go. I'm going to lead on confidence game as well as two Phils. Shopper, is that your radio player? You want to go somewhere else on the card? Let's go to race 13 right before. Maybe you can play a double. There's a late pick five. Um, but this is the grade three Louisiana stakes, a mile and a 16 for the older males. And I like Zozo's, the eight horse, quite a bit in here. Three to one on the line. Brad Cox. And uh, second start uh, off the bench. Ran the Kentucky Derby after a runner-up effort in the Louisiana Derby last year and was wide and a part of that fast, early pace that ended up leading to the uh, big upset of Rich Strike. Really good comeback race off a of, uh, seven-month layoff. I think he's set up for a big effort. He's shown a good, uh, strong affinity for this course with two wins and a second three tries. So I like Zozo. It's a three-to-one in race 13 in Louisiana. Enjoy the day. We'll be looking forward to watching it and uh, make a score, have a big dinner, and uh, you know, make up for that salad at lunch the other day. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. Have a great All weekend. Right. Uh, Scott Shapiro from Twinspires.com. And let's bring in Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. Uh, racing is back at Los Al after taking last weekend off due to weather conditions. Good morning, Michael. Good to have you back. Thanks so much, Bob. Good morning to you. A little break never hurt anybody, so uh, you've freshened up, I'm sure, and coming back strong. You've been giving us nothing but winners on this show, so uh, <clears throat> we'll get to that in just a second. But I know John Lindo wanted to talk about some of the world uh, awards that came out this week, including uh, the world champ, John Lindo. Yeah, good morning, Michael. I was glad to see Los Alamitos very well represented in all the outstanding end-of-the-year awards, including the Quarter Horse World Champion, who won the champion of champions there at Los Alamitos. Yes, good morning to you, John. Los Alamitos and California Racing, very well represented on the national stage when the equivalent of the Eclipse Awards were given out in Oklahoma City Wednesday night. And Presum, who was the 2021 champion three-year-old, was crowned world champion quarter horse for 
2022. He won three grade ones, all at Los Alamitos. In the Go Man Go grade one, he clocked the fastest final eighth of a mile split in more than a decade at Los Al. In the Champion of Champions, of course, in December, he met one of the best fields ever and beat them all, including the reigning world champion, Danger. Guess through fire repeated as the champion mayor. She won four stakes races last year, all at Los Alamitos, including a repeat victory in the grade one charger bar. Another repeat winner, John, was Golden Boy, the champion two-year-old cult of 2021. He was crowned champion three-year-old cult and has been retired to stand at stud at Burns Ranch in Menifee, which leads me to mention that Dr. Steve Burns won his second award for champion breeder, uh, Burns, the breeder of Cyber Attack, who was the champion two-year-old cult for 2022, as well as the grade one winner, Bomb Cyclone. And uh, a special recognition award was given out to the recently retired trainer, John Cooper, which was a very nice touch indeed. The California equivalent uh, to those awards takes place at Los Alamitos this coming Friday night. It is open to the public. Tickets are $45.00. So give Los Alamitos a call if you're interested in that this coming Friday night. I'll have a report on all of the California awards for you next Saturday morning. And, Michael, uh, two weeks ago you gave us Executive Eagle MRL 1720. First of all, uh, post time tonight, and then let's get a pick from you for tonight's card. Six o'clock first post, Bob. Ten races tonight and tomorrow. It's an earlier start tomorrow at 515 Race eight tonight is the centre of my attention from a handicapping standpoint. It's a 300-yard maiden for three-year-olds. And uh, the top two in the wagering are drawn next to each other, numbers five and six, and they met last time out when number five Royal Eye Special was beaten a nose, and he's the eight-to-five favourite tonight. But I fancy the chances of number six Charlie Brown at better odds, five-to-two, to turn the tables, Charlie Brown finished third with no luck from the rail in that race in mid-December. Coming off a layoff, he had fired a couple of bullet drills. He was good in his first couple of starts early last season. I like his post-position switch and the fact that he gets the flipping holder for the first time. And I think he's very appealing at 5-2. to two. So let's go with Charlie Brown, race 8, number 6 tonight. All right, Michael, and in 30 seconds, please give us the details of that stallion auction. I know it goes all the way till the end of this month. Yes, it's, uh, it's now a, a situation where it's not just an auction, but you can actually purchase for a set price. So uh, check that out on the Los Alamitos website as well. And, and just a quick um, reverting to those national awards, because Impressum's half-brother, his judge and jury, was named champion two-year-old. He won the All-American Futurity at Ruidoso and the Los Al Two Million Futurity. How about his part owners, Steve Holt and Jeff Jones? They raced two homebred horses from the same dam, Impressum and his judge and jury. They're the only two horses they campaigned last year. Nine wins from 14 flats, more than $2.5 million, and they won the champion owner award an absolute fairy tale for those gentlemen absolutely thank you michael we'll talk again next weekend good on you mate Hooroo. 
All right, that was Michael Rohn, and that'll do it for us today. Thanks to Leilani and Jake Inside. Andy Harris, he'll follow right now with the SoCal Restaurant Show. Mike Wilman's here tomorrow from 8 to 10. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, first post today at Santa Anita, 12 noon, 10 race card. Go out and cash some tickets. Good luck today. Talk to Mr. A. People yakety yak the street and waste your time a day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And this one will talk to him. his voice is hoarse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am.